0: Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze.
1: Oh, my. We've, we've officially entered into overreaction culture. One game yep. and 22 points, 7 of 16 shooting. And this guy, we, we need to scrap Christmas altogether. Christ came back. He was playing so, last night on the Brooklyn him? Nets. Oh yeah, no, Tarantula.
0: We should well listen, dude. We need to uh we, we need to talk about it. This is gotta be part of our episode. That I just kicked it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luca Nation. Luca Nation. I need a kickoff, man. I need like an actual Luca Nation kickoff. All right. Well, we're off, we're off to the races.
1: Luca Nation. That's it, man. That's what I need. You got crazy hair, I need a crazy intro. I'm getting a haircut. I'm getting it trimmed up today. My dad got me a gift.
0: Oh, that's a nice gift from Dad. He's the best. You know what? If I could have one gift, you know what it would be? Uh,
1: um, a pair of Lululemon leggings.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome because I have quads that do not quit. So Lululemon leggings would be really nice. But no, the uh, honestly, the answer to that is I would love... For everybody who's stuck out there, refreshing their tracking and seeing, you know, arriving late in transit, arriving late on the USPS to just boom, everything to just be where it's supposed to be. Because I know it's not just me with cards that I've sent down and cards that I'm waiting in, stuff that I've purchased. There are a lot of people who here we are on, you know, December 23rd, you know, wondering whether or not some of the Christmas gifts that they bought are going to get there on time and stuff. And that's, you know, it's a little stressful. So,
1: well, mine says arriving on December 13th. Doesn't even say arriving late. Yep. (laughs) Just arriving on December 13th between 3 and 5 p.m. Eastern time. My $5,000 Kobe Bryant card. Super excited. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's happening. December 13th has come (laughs) and gone, my
0: friends. Yep. (laughs) And that used
1: to be my lucky number. Tells you something. And it still is. No, but we've officially entered Luca Nation welcome back to another episode of lucas tigers and bronzo oh mine <laughs> he's just gonna keep saying it lucas welcome back lucas tigers and bronzo oh Mine. well you're you're like a train that's derailed and that's what you keep doing you just derail my introductions that's what i do every time uh, i think this whole you
0: should leave this entire thing you've now tried to kick it off three times i think that our, our audience would love it to just listen to it um, you just, ever see the it,
1: movie you ever see the movie speed you know when they can't stop the bus once it's going 60 miles an hour that's you, I I a, that's, that's you when you're on.
0: That's you on tangent. The one, on a tangent. one with uh, with Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yep. And uh, she's a she's a wildcatter. She's a wildcat, and uh, you know they try to get the people off the bus a bunch of times. And no, I've never seen that one. <laughs> okay. Well, so I don't even know where we're going with this. But I'm. This. Is, I am. A, I'm even, a speeding bus that needs to stay above 60 miles per hour because I'm going to knock you off your tangent.
1: This is where I'm going. What, here. what are the topics you want to discuss on today's episode before we jump into the plays?
0: Uh,
1: listen, I think you started off really good here. You know, and I definitely
0: usually leave that in there, but you're hundred percent right. It is that time of year, right? I mean, you got the nativity scene on the lawn. The manger is out and empty and waiting. And last night the basketball world was able to fill that manger Their savior has come. God incarnate (laughs) has returned to Brooklyn with a seven for 16 performance. Uh, The greatest basketball player to ever play is back.
1: Have you ever seen kicking and
0: screaming when the guy's like,
1: stranger danger, stranger Stranger, danger. danger. Have I ever um, seen
0: the movie Kicking and Screaming? The one with Will Ferrell and Robert Duvall. Dude,
1: what and, are um, you doing? And Mike okay. Ditka. I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one. I hate you. I hate you that. <laughs> no, but guys, this is, the, this is the way I think about it. And I don't know if, if Cage thinks about it this way, but a basketball season 72 games. So I actually look at one game in relativity to the NFL. So one NFL game is the equivalent of four NBA games. And that's how I judge teams because NBA, to be honest, I mean, teams and players take days off. You could see that. Like you could see the Lakers didn't bring it a hundred percent. So I know we live in an overreact culture. I know Duran is, you know, regardless of his performance, honestly, last night, uh, he's going to be hailed as, you know, his cards are going to go through the roof Kyrie cards are coming, you know, the nets to the championship. I'm calling it now. How many tweets did we see like that? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't overreact. I wouldn't think too much into it because that's literally the equivalent of one quarter played in the NFL. One isn't quarter the hobby the- though? Isn't the
0: hobby based on on overreaction already? I mean, isn't that basically, you know, bowl, bowl, isn't that the culture? Isn't that just basically where we're living right now?
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I don't do it. I would like to watch and see and let things play out a little bit because uh, – yeah, I just I – just, I think one NBA game, I've watched enough NBA games to know that teams take days off. Teams get high. Uh, the, the, the Warriors were playing their B-League lineup. Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, Draymond was out. Why Did you see that
0: Oubre, Oubre dunk? Did you see that put back from Oubre? Oh, my
1: God. That was nice. He didn't have a great
0: game either. But I mean, talk about athleticism and like highlight reels, which is a big deal too. So here's, here's my take on it, right? I think you're 100% right right? I think you are 100% correct. It's an overreaction. It's, you know, obviously I'm making fun of it. You know, hopefully nobody in Brooklyn has taken a baby Durant and put it in the manger this morning as the, you know, as the, the savior who has returned to Brooklyn to bring basketball back. But I think that the different way to play this, right, is yeah, there's overreactions, but we're not going to talk people out of overreacting, All right. That's just what we have. That's just the state of the hobby right now. And instead I think, you know, we have to bring them away to, to, you know, take advantage of that, realizing that people are going to be overreacting to one quick game and, you know, how to be nimble enough to know when a game like that might
1: come and, um, and you know, what to buy. I, I hear you. I, that's, I think our Luca Nation knows my style. That's not my investing style. I, I don't really day trade. I'm not a big fan of day trading. To me, it's way too much risk. Uh, I am starting to play around with StarStock. Cage was gracious enough to give me an early birthday present, which was really nice. And I added a little bit of my own cherry on top to, to have a little budget to work with. So I'm learning it, but it, Cage, you know it's not my style. I don't like a lot of risk. I don't like a lot of exposure. That's why I invest in guys like Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, uh, yep. LeBron to a lesser degree, so. Yeah, but it's fun, right? I mean, it's the fun part of the hobby. So let me let me throw a couple of things out there, right? Because
0: I am like that speeding 60 mile per hour bus. It can't go below 60 miles per hour or it explodes. So only I'm fueled by sour petrol watermelons today. So good stuff. Here you go, guys. So a couple things. Number one, when you hear this, those lucky few of you, you hear it when we release it on the night of the 23rd, um, I need you guys to do something. And you know what? You might be listening to it, you know, the day after it's released. Maybe you're on a commute somewhere before Christmas holiday or wrapping presents or who name it. Maybe you're listening to it on the 24th. December 24th is the real birthday of the Savior. You've been lied to all along and told that it was the 25th. You've been lied to all along and you've been celebrating the wrong day, folks. It is not the 25th that is the birth of God walking on earth, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Goldberg. It is the 24th, folks. It is the 24th. December 24th is the birthday of none other Mm. than my co-host, the founder and creator of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. The brains and the looks behind the entire operation. So what I need you guys to do is wish this guy a happy birthday. That's it. Nice and easy. Send him some happy birthday wishes. Send so out a nice little message to him. Give him a happy birthday. You know, tell him you're thinking of him. He doesn't need it. I mean, I'm sitting here in, in the winter in the snow, you know, helping Santa and his elves along with Christmas. This guy, he's partying. He's in Mexico. He's doing what you know, where he's dancing, he's playing volleyball. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's got you know, he's got a charm of life. Lucky guy. I got, you know, I got some sour patch watermelons from five below. They're stale. But honestly. Happy birthday, my man. This is this guy's birthday tomorrow night. So, so tomorrow. So, so. Let, let it Don't be, you.
1: since you put me on the spot and you're going to keep going off here, let yeah. it be a testament to how much can change in a year with, with work ethic. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You guys know my story. Maybe Cage will interview me one day. Maybe we'll do that for the guest episode, actually. Uh, but We should do it tomorrow. We, Let's do it. You could be you know, our special guest, birthday boy. One year ago today, I was as sick as I've ever been. I was living in New York City. I'm not going to say what I was sick with because I didn't get tested. I don't want to, you know, get anyone inflamed here. Uh, <laughs> but the symptoms matched a lot of what, what the symptoms are currently for a lot of people. One year ago today, zero money in the bank account, sick as a, what, sick as a dog. Uh, and I just committed. I committed to work ethic, um, service to people. Uh, I read the Bible, actually, a lot, which is funny. I grew up a Jew. <laughs> but I, I read the Bible oh. and, and tried to be Christ-like. So this holiday is actually really special for me uh, this year. So thank you for the kind words, Cage.
0: Listen, we should definitely interview you. Um, that'll be a fun one. Um, Christmas. Eve P.S. Andrew. Guys, all yep.
1: the all the jokes Cage makes about uh, me drinking, partying, and the bong and coke <laughs> on the tables <laughs> is is highly ironic. Because people, because I'm the one that I'm... does all the coke in of the two of us. I'm the one. I'm the diet coke, actually, Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink and I don't do drugs, so you guys should put that on record. I don't know if you guys. Oh think, come uh, on! Don't lie to the audience.
0: I can see right behind you. There's a bong. It's three foot tall. There's a big. What kind of dog is that on the bottom of it? Is that like a? Is that a pit bull bong? It's got red on the top. What is in there? Oh man, it looks empty. Is that, are you doing like resin hits? Dude, you're getting to the bottom of it on the bottom there. What are you
1: doing over there? What is literally is... going on right now? I don't know,
0: man. Remember, they, you know, they can see this. Eventually, the video will be posted there. And what are you using to cut the stuff with back there? Is that Colombian you got back there? Are you using a credit card? You got rolled up. Dude, don't roll up a single. That's low class. You're using a single to snort that stuff? What's the matter with you?
1: You need to get oh, back God. to work. Cage has off weekend. <laughs> he has way too much energy. Yeah, this is Eminem. me.
0: This is me with some PTO. Yes. <laughs> I love it. This is Cage
1: on PTO. Him and Ian are running around the house, ripping up trash bags, singing Feliz Navidad. Yeah,
0: Feliz Navidad. <laughs> the kid's singing, man. He's still in school. This is it. They got school for
1: a little while longer, and then they're out to, to Rugrats. But yeah, they were
0: doing like a, a Zoom sing-along for Christmas. It was pretty cute, man. I didn't know my, my son could sing. Um, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to surprise him one day with video I took without him, without him knowing. So that would be, <laughs> be some fun stuff, him trying to sing Feliz Navidad without knowing Spanish. The words come out pretty funny. When you're just trying to sing a song in Spanish and you don't know the words um, but you guys
1: are artists you're gonna you're gonna have a, a stand-up comedy special one day I, I, I feel it Netflix We'll see man we'll see Netflix I, I, with gotta Cage. Tell ya,
0: I would love doing nothing more than just what we're doing now. I love Luca Nation. I love some of the ideas that some of these guys have, man. You know, some of the ideas, some of the suggestions, some of the plays. You know, I I I I pop into every one of our groups. You know, we have a bunch of different groups now because so many people, you know, asked to did. And by the way, guys, if you if you want to get in one of our groups, you know, we pop in, we, you know, we we check on it, but they take on a life of their own. People, you know, from all walks of life, all different countries talk about what their strategies are, what they're buying. And it's just great information to have. You know, if you if you, will, if you want to get in one of those, let us know um you know we'll, we'll definitely find room for you in in one of our groups but um i love what we're doing man i really do and you know i'm glad you know whatever journey you've been on in the last year has led you to uh you know to this just over five months and i mean it's amazing to listen to count we set another record today um you know we've had some amazing guests on um you know i'll post a picture of it we got a nice christmas card autographed by uh by Mr. Lefko, one of our guests, you know, thanking us for putting him on the show, and you know, um, you know, it's just really amazing, you know, how far we've come, and, and just what a great community Luca Nation is, what we've built up with this, and you know how much how much you guys contribute to to you know the daily life. I wake up now and I check the group, I check our DMs, I check the messages, and I'm excited to see what info is out there, what people thought of the games last night, what people thought of our episode, what people thought of our plays. So um, I couldn't be happier. And, you know, that's all because of the, you know, Lucanation community. So thank you guys. Can I be
1: a little vulnerable with the
0: group real quick? I don't know. Can you?
1: Because, well, a lot of, I get, we get a lot of DMs now. And then I get into my personal account and the business account or the the, the Lucanation page. It actually gives me a little bit of anxiety that I can't get to everyone, but I promise you we're trying. So I want to put that out there because it kind of like gets a load off my back. I always feel like I have to respond to everybody. And it's just, this week's been crazy, and I've missed a little bit of uh, a few messages here and there. I'm really trying; I really am. You know what? I
0: like his vulnerability. I like the passion
1: from our guys.
0: Some of the guys say, "Hey, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this card? What do you think about this card?" And we respond, and it's like, "Yeah, I don't think so." And then they'll write back, "No, well, you're wrong because of this, this and this." And if we don't respond in an hour, we we'll get a message like, "I can tell you don't want to talk about this anymore." <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, we all messages." So give us a chance. And I chime back in. i like, you know, it's funny, man. People are really, really passionate about their guys, about their cards and about their stuff. Um, and I love that because th- you don't get that in, 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 in anything else, I don't think. I mean, this is, you know, and now with basketball season coming, people are going to have daily games. We're going to have daily movement on these cards. You know, it really is a fun time. It really is an you know, exciting time with basketball starting back up. I, I'm excited for the hobby. And listen, if I'm allowed, um, yep. we talked about like overreaction and how to play it. I have a play for folks for today. And I, I'm going to view it as, um, I, I'm, I think, if I'm right, a reward for the people who listen to us right when this first happens. Because I don't know, we've had a lot of people listen to our episode uh, from yesterday, the NBA episode. And we haven't listened to it yet. You should, you should take a listen. I think we went through it. It's a long episode. You might disagree with a lot of the takes, but we threw in like a dozen card plays in there. So many different card plays. And one of them, very similar to the play I'm going to give you right now, uh, was James Wiseman. And if you were able to listen to that before the game last night, you are able to put that while it was playing, or you are able to listen to it while the game was going on, um, I said, the kid's going to play. Draymond's hurt. He's going to have a decent game. And you know you should buy his cards, and you could buy his cards for three bucks. I went on Starstock. And, you know, the, the, his base prism drafts that, you know, were available before the game doubled in price after the game. Because he looked good, 19 years old, you know, hit a three-pointer, um, needs to work on his free throws a little bit. Otherwise, we'd have more points. But, I mean, he looked good. He looked athletic. You know, he looked mm-hmm. like he was, you know, going to play. And you talk about the overreactions, right? About, you know, somebody like Kevin Durant. Well, basically, the sale price for this guy's cards, and he didn't have a, a dominant game, and he's not going to play that much. But in one game where it looked like He's every bit of bull bull, only more athletic, more fluid, more, you know, ability outside shot, you name it. And his card doubled in one game. Right. So that's what I mean when I say try to take advantage of the overreaction of, of the hobby. I'm not telling you to buy James Wiseman's prism draft card to hold it for the rest of your life. Although if you think he's going to be a star go right ahead. I'm just saying right now, this is the culture we're in. This, people are using these cards as, as if they're sports bets and they're betting on James Wiseman having a good game. And if you win the bet, just like your, your bet doubles your money, the cards will double in money. I mean, it's not every card and it's not all the time that's going to happen. But, but um, you know, there are plays out there like that. And look, this is not going to supplant your go for Kobe or buy your, your, your Kobe cards or, you know, your LeBron cards. This is just another fun way of having some action on the game. If you're not a sports fan, I never really like betting on basketball games, right? And fantasy, it's tough because I always feel like if I go on DraftKings or FanDuel, that there are people who are doing this professionally, the way I do cards basically professionally, Mm -hmm. right? And that no matter what, I'm going to set up a lineup and somebody else has um, the ability to set a better lineup than me. And I'm I'm the easy money, you know? I'm the the one that they're going to take their money out on, right? Um, and I don't, I don't want to be that, but I feel like if, it, you know, in cards, I am the person who is that smart money. You know what I mean? Like I, I can use the, the research and whatnot to my advantage. Um, you and- also have
1: 25 years experience yeah, as well. So- you've, you've been through cycles. You've seen the different, um, kind of movements in the market. So I, I think experience is a big deal.
0: So, I mean, listen, here's the deal, right? So I looked at what Wiseman did last night, and I think to myself, all right, there's a bunch of games tonight. Who can have that type of a game? A, a card that's cheap, a card that you know people are not looking at right now, but that if you bought it, whether on Star Stock or on eBay and you held it for obviously eBay is not a turnaround in-game, right? If you bought Wiseman before the game last night, you could sold it after the game and doubled your money on Star Stock. You can't do that on eBay. But on eBay, you're able to get these cards a little cheaper. I'm, I'm thinking some of these cards are eBay purchases and then maybe put them on StarStock or maybe they're eBay purchases. And then when you get them, sell them because they're going to go up. Um, hopefully people don't cancel on you. You know, it's a whole bunch of, of fun. But the person I'm looking at is, I'm looking at Obi Toppin. I think he's going to play tonight. I think he's going to have a good game tonight. Um, you know, I think he's going to have some, some highlight real type of moments. And that's really all you can look for. Um, he is one of the early betting favorites for rookie of the year. Um, I think the last time I checked, like Lamello was the favorite and OB was there and you know, Edwards and Wiseman. But but I mean, to me, I'm not betting on him winning rookie of the year. I'm betting on him having a decent game tonight. You know what I mean? I'm betting on him going out there and have a decent game tonight. I would tell you if you want a second one. Um, I already gave the play, but I think it's definitely a play for tonight. It's it's my boy, Denny, D-E-N-I, uh, on Washington Wizards. Same thing. Buy that Prism draft card, um, You know, whether on Stock or on, on eBay, because I think not only is Rui out with his conjunctivitis, but I think I read Wall and Cousins, right? Yep. Wall and Cousins are both... Trace of, contact like, exactly, like contact tracing, right? So, you know, COVID-related, they're not going to play. Um, and I mean, they tested negative, but I think uh, Kenya Martin's son, Kenya Martin Jr., who's a rookie, he tested positive. So um, I think Denny will probably have a good night tonight too. And you could see these, 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 I don't want to call them overreactions, but these reactionary jumps in price that it's low risk. Both of these guys, I'm telling you, especially like Obi Toppin, you can go on right now. I'm looking at eBay right now, $1.99 for his Prism card. I I buy as many of them as I can, you know, go in there and spend a hundred bucks and you get 50 of them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and it's a hundred dollars. If you have a a bad week or a bad couple of weeks, it doesn't matter. He's eventually going to, going to turn it around and you're into the cards for like $2 or less. So, I mean, I think it's definitely one way of playing on, um, you know, one way of playing on this, what you call overreaction or, you know, reaction to it. Um, but you're cutting your risk on it because he, he is a potential longer term play also he's from Brooklyn playing in New York. You know, mm-hmm. he's, you uh, know, he was a high draft pick. He's playing against Cleveland tonight. If we're really just talking about one game, but I mean, the Knicks might actually win. You know what I mean? Like he, he might actually, you know, they might actually win the game. So, I mean, Cage, can I ask you something? something? Yeah, please. So there's
1: please, please, two, please. there's always two cards, right? There's, there's two draft pick cards. Yep. How do you decide which one to buy?
0: So their pricing right now has been about the same, but I always buy the lowest number, Okay. right? So, so for Toppin, it's number seven, I think is the number, right? Um, and I think there's also like a 47. Um, I always buy the lower number car. The Car Colts are the number one, right? So, you know, Lamello I think is number three and, you know, Toppin is number seven. Denny was, I think, number six or number nine. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, or, and then they have another one in the 40s. You can't really go wrong. If you look at, you know, Starstock and eBay, they, they sell for about the same price. I just stick with the lower number one. Just, I don't know why. I, I've seen traditionally, that's the one that, that sells for slightly more, sells for a slightly higher premium. Um, but it's not like the other one says rookie debut on it or anything like that, you know, like they do with tops cards. So, um, yeah. So th- that's my, my overreaction play um you want to talk about the games from last night a little bit you want to talk about brooklyn you want to talk about what you saw there you want to talk about yes real quick
1: though i want to ask you overreaction right lamello's cards you know yesterday they were selling for 20 bucks for the star stock a Uh just this morning there were four sales 29 32 32 32 what do you what do you think what do you think people are seeing that's a big jump right from 20 15 to 20 just a few days ago without him playing
0: I think people are doing what I'm saying and they're just going in and buying the cheapest one to own on star stock, figuring that if he has a decent enough game tonight or during the week, they can relist that same card for five or $10 more and sell it to someone else. It really is just a way of, you know, I don't think the person buying that card for 25 or $26 right now is expecting it to be a $50 card. I think they're expecting to be able to sell it for 32 or 34 and it's automatic money in your account with only a 5% fee. You know what I mean? So um it's a different way of playing exactly what I'm talking about doing with like an OB topping. And I think people are, are gonna buy it probably leading up to the game. The same way that you lock in a bet right before the game, just like you know, people talked about, right? Um just like our guest last uh, what was it, on Monday, Scott Greenberg said, right? Can so, I, let's know, go let's do a little Q and A here.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I, I wanna buy topping cards, right? Yep. In Starstock, they have Starstock A, Starstock B, Starstock, yep. Starstock C. Uh, and then you see, I think that you could go in to buy it now, but more than likely you, you make an offer. How do you go about making an offer? How do you decide the price that you're, going, you're willing to make an offer? Is it, do you go to eBay, comps, and 130 point to see what this card is actually selling at? Walk us through a little bit of your kind of thinking process there.
0: So I don't think that the, you know, make an offer style on StarStock is really right now has become robust enough I think people buy cards, put it in there. They have it in like a portfolio. And if it sells, it sells. People, people on eBay put a high price expecting buy it now, best offer, you know, back and forth on the offer. I haven't done a lot of that with StarStock. I've priced my cards to where I think they're going to be. Um, and so, so, so um, I did sell one card recently for – I had it up for $22. And somebody made an offer of nineteen ninety nine on it. And I, I bought into it last week for $8. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. You know, I mean, why not? I lock in the profit. That's close enough. But it, you know, if somebody made me an offer of twelve dollars, I probably wouldn't even reply. You know, I probably wouldn't write back and say, okay, twenty or twenty-one or whatever it is. Uh, if I want, if I was going to do that, if I was going to list my cards significantly higher than I thought it was going to be worth, and then have to, you know, um, you know, wiggle my way down to fifty percent, I'll just put it up on eBay. You
1: okay. know, what I mean, so so, so I, just I kinda, so just use the buy feature.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have. Every card I've purchased so far on Starstock, I've just bought. I've just bought outright. I have not used it make an offer. I'm not saying I'll never do that, but right now, um, you know, I, I told you guys if you listen to the NBA play Dwayne Bacon, there are Dwayne Bacon cards for a dollar. I'm not going to make an offer of you know sixty cents. I'm going to buy the cards for a dollar if they're still there in a couple of days. Um, I think he's starting tonight too, by the way. So. There's another play for you guys if you happen to be listening, because um, that's another overreaction play. He goes out there and scores 15, 20 points, and all of a sudden people can be like, "Oh, bacon time!" And I wish it was bacon time all the time because I like bacon.
1: When are you gonna show Luca Nation that uh, the shirt you got, or did you already post it? Oh, it's, I, I
0: posted my bacon shirt. I posted it on uh, I posted it on my my personal account. You guys can go take a look at that. So um, on top of Andrew, you know, beating me when he sees me, and you know. Um, you know, locking me in the basement, he is a, he's a crazy man when it comes to our, our uh, Lucas Tigers and Bronze feed. Um, So I was, I was hesitant to post the picture of my, you know, my, my bacon shirt on the feed because I I was fearful that I would make our feed on Instagram look ugly. And Andrew does not like an ugly feed. He, uh, so, so I am, I'm banned from posting, which is probably a smart idea. Cause you know I don't know what makes a feed ugly or pretty. I, don't, I have no idea about this. I don't even know what the hell a feed is. Um, so I, that's Andrew's area. But you guys, you think that's too much? You think he's you think he's too mean to me? You gotta let him know. In the happy birthday thing, send him happy birthday and say, by the way, you're too mean to Cage. That'll be a nice birthday wish. Happy birthday! Stop being so mean to Cage. That'll be nice. <laughs> no, huh? Oh man. Well listen, I, I gotta tell you, I'm excited about basketball. How
1: about yourself, man? Do you have a play? Well, I just wanted to elaborate on my Kobe play from yesterday. Nice. Give a little give a little color context to how I would go about it. Because I, I did a little research overnight. And so what, what I was seeing is PSA 8's new label we're selling for, and this is the 1996 Top's finest. I know we're shifting gears from draft pick cards, penny stocks, That's day what it trading is. penny to, stocks. I mean, it's so funny. Like, I'm 30 years old, and I never—I don't think I'm risk averse when it comes to life, but I'm a very risk averse investor. I kind of—I like to know that I'm going to make money on my investments. Like, I don't like the gamble and think like is oh. I did actually end up buying Gobi Topping cards last week when you mentioned it. But there you go. This play, I feel like it's um, it's an arbitrage play. It's a money making play, and it gives you options where you can make a little bit or a lot, but you're more than likely not gonna lose anything. And it's the PSA eight and nine 1996 top's finest Kobe Bryant card. And I think you could apply this to Steve Nash, Allen Iverson, uh, also from that draft class, but Kobe's just have a bit more premium uh, t- to their card. So PSA eight old label, without a surface, uh, sell for about without a surface peel, sell for about 135. With the surface peel PSA eights old label, they sell for about 150, 155. So I think that's one purchase that's worthwhile to make. So you could get that card with the Surface Peel, have it arrive in the mail by next February and inspect the card before you crack it out, okay? I think those PSA 8s cracked out and the uh, Surface Peel taken off, 90% of them will turn into BGS 8.5s and BGS 9s. BGS 8.5s sell for about 225, BGS 9s sell for 300 plus depending on the subgrades, okay? And you're saying this is with the, the coating on? With the coating on. on, with the coating okay. on. With the coating off, uh, you just, you don't have like-
0: Are you telling people or, to take
1: the coating off when they send it to BGS? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm telling people first to inspect the card. More than likely, there is a little bit of a surface flaw. And it's not really a surface flaw, Cage. I don't know if you've seen those peels. Yeah, no, they I know just get not They get like a, bu- they get an air yeah. bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. Underneath of them, they're not really surface issues. Uh, and BGS doesn't care that much about back surface issues either, just for a little context. They do care, but just to contextualize it. Uh, if you take that peel off, your BGS surface score more than likely is nine and five or 10. Now, if you could be even smarter as a buyer and find a centered card, your, your uh, centering score is going to be nine or nine nine five. Okay. So now all you have is edges and corners, really. And what I've seen is sometimes PSA actually dings um, those, those uh, surface peels for the surface and the corners. Because I don't know if you've seen it, like the peels start peeling from the corner. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes they ding the corner. So I've seen this myself. I've bought about 15 of these cards with the surface peel. And I bought them raw. And I've taken the peel off. And I've got a lot of PSA 9s. Okay, PSA 9s sell for 300 350 oh. plus with the new label. Now, you can also apply this same strategy with PSA 9s. I think PSA 9s more than likely with a Surface Peel again can turn into BGS 9.5s with a Mint grade of a 9 or even Gem Mint 9.5s, which are $600, $700 cards. So that's how I would play it. I think it's a play that you don't really have a lot of risk on it doesn't matter if you sub it to, BG, uh, to BGS and get it back next April, May, June. It's not a big deal. This card doesn't fluctuate. And it's just in general, Kobe's market has been going up very slowly, but it's been going up week I I like after week after week. So that's my play. Um, I think it's just, I just wanted to elaborate on it. And I, I did a little research. So I wanted to jump on here because yesterday we did like a two hour marathon episode. And more than likely, a lot of people didn't catch the plays on the back end, so I wanted to make sure that they got them here.
0: I like it. I definitely do. Um, it's interesting, right? Because you know, I like the sneaky play of it, right? You're taking that that off. So let me ask just quickly: if you have a PSA eight of Kobe, use the old label, whatever it is. How much is the difference between a PSA eight of Kobe with the with the peel as opposed to without the
1: peel? The thing with Kobe cards, they're really interesting, right? Uh, it depends the buyers at, on that day. Like you see sometimes a best offer mm-hmm. for the same card go for 200 bucks. Right. Like you, you, you'll see it on auction that, you know, an auction that ends at a random time for 115, 125 bucks. There's a lot of right. variability. Uh, so the, the difference between the peel and no peel is 10 to 20% usually. Okay nothing right, crazy you know. but, but 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 enough that investors care. Investors really like the peel, but from a money-making standpoint, I don't think it actually matters. It just cuts into your margin a little bit, but okay. Listen, I want to throw something out
0: there as like uh, you know you talk you don't well, you're risk averse the whole deal. So to me, it's just it's fun of it, right? It's I mean, so like the obi Toppin, the the James Wiseman, the Danny Avija, you know these guys Sure. I'm buying higher end cards. I'm, I'm trading the Lucas and the trays and I'm selling that stuff too. But, you know, the way I look at it is I could buy one Devonte Graham PSA 10 um, rookie card and pay 100, 120 bucks for it and hope it goes to what, 150? You know, I get it. That, that's, that's, a, that's a cool investment. It's a nice way to play it. Or I could take that 100 bucks and I can buy 35 Obi Toppin cards right, or 40 of them, right? I could buy I could buy a bunch of them if they're ninety $2 each. And if they happen to go to four, five, six bucks, you know, now I've made some significant money, made a couple hundred bucks. I can go buy that Devontae Graham and have more money to play with, you know? So that's kind of, you know, and, and I'm not putting a huge chunk of my money into this. I'm not telling you if I have $1,000 to spend, go spend $1,000 and buy OB Toppin cards, but it's just a portion of, you know, of, of what you do, right? Um... Plus, I do think there's, you know, not that much downside risk to it, but I get it. I mean, look, you know, those cards could be worth 50 cents instead of the dollar 50 that you're that you're that you're you're paying. Um, I don't the think. the competitor that
1: cage, the competitor me, um, I me. I've once heard this from an episode with Gary and uh, mm-hmm. Danny Meyer, the owner of Shake Shack. Yep. Uh, it's one of the best episodes. And Danny Meyer eloquently says there's four types of competitors. Uh, the atypical competitor who just doesn't, you know, those people that don't like to compete. Uh, then you have competitors who love to lose. It's like that, uh, you know, a picture of Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston. He's like, I beat that guy. You know, that photo. Yep. Uh, then you have the competitor who hates to lose. And then the fourth competitor is someone who's just always trying to outdo their own personal best. Yep. For a big portion of my life. I, I'm a hate to lose competitor. I, I, I sweep my victories under the rug. I always remember my defeats. I'll always remember when I had money on the on the Seattle Seahawks versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl, one yard line. I'm watching this game with all my buddies and they decide Russell Wilson's gonna throw on the one yard line, picked off by Malcolm Butler. Remember that? Yep, of course. I will remember that day for the rest of my with life. Marshawn Lynch that. in the background. With Marshall it Lynch handed in the background, it to Marshall Lynch, yeah. I went nuts. I said, how do you do that? And we were like in this open beer garden I was just going nuts. But I, I, I always remember my losses. So now with investing, I know myself, I think, decently well, I, as much as you could know yourself at 30. But I hate, I, I love building on positive winning momentum. And adversely, I, if I'm in doubt about a play, I've learned not to do it because it, the losses kind of frustrate me. So this is just a little vulnerability, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. um so that's why i've been hesitant but i'm learning the day trading aspect of this hobby uh so no i mean listen it's just another way of playing i think it's fun
0: um so yeah i mean that's that's my my play just you know also it's, it's it's we have these daily plays here these daily games right so take a look look at look at the news in a game like tonight right i mean starstock is fun because it's a you can buy and sell within the game, right? So if, 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 if you happen to go on there right now, um, you know, and buy one of these, like, Denny Avicii cards because there's no one in the lineup, you know what I mean? So he's, he's got to play. He's going to play some minutes tonight. and He's going to probably put up some numbers. I don't know if he's going to have those kind of numbers all year, but he'll put them up tonight. So if you buy his cards, whatever the cheaper ones are, you probably be able to sell them for a little bit more money during the game or right when the game ends. So, you know, it's just a different way of, 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 of having a little bit of fun with the hobby, having a little bit riding on the game. Um, and I know it's different. It's not what we really preach because it's gambling. But I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of overlap with um you know, sports betting, fantasy sports, you name it, and what we do, right? So, I mean, really, I guess what I'm doing is, I'm saying this is like a, it's a fantasy sport play. It's like going in and putting a fantasy lineup in where you're keying tonight on uh, on Ob Toppin, you know, and but you don't have to pick the rest of the lineup. That's all. I mean, it's you know,
1: pretty easy. So, riding with guys, you guys, I'm riding with you guys.
0: Guys, so there's my there's my thought, and I I mean, uh, we'll we'll go on uh, Kobe one too. I might go on and try to buy one of these Kobe cards now myself, but uh, remember. It is Andrew's birthday tomorrow, folks. So send them those messages. Don't forget. Send them a nice little happy birthday, Andrew. Let them know, uh, you know, I'm going to send them one, and it will say this nice and easy. Thank you for inspiring me. This guy likes to inspire people. If you send them that, it'll make his day. Trust me. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. If you haven't listened to our NBA episode, take a listen to it. Um, If you have not yet uh, signed up for StarStock, we have a code, Luca Nation. Put in that code where it says, you know, promo code or referral. Just type Luca Nation in there, and they'll get you, uh, you know, a ten dollars as long as you deposit at least five uh, new sign up. So go ahead and put that one in, and um, you know, we'll. Uh, <laughs> if you have any questions, anything like that, let us know. And if you want to join one of our Instagram groups, send us a message. We'll get you in one.
1: You want to let people know that our five day PSA sub has just moved to assembly in assembly i think we need to get back soon usually those five
0: days they go to assembly qa1 qa2 all in like the same day so uh those of you who subbed with us in november on five day um you know we should be getting those cards back in pretty soon you know i'm sure they'll be in your hands early uh, early january
1: it's just we, we always jump on here and we're like usps is taking forever ebay is the, the lowest point of the hobby they need to fix this return thing psa is a snail but it's nice to give you know when when cards move a little bit, right? It's nice to give our, our Lucanation an update.
0: Yep. Our twenty days are actually logged in too, so you know that's important stuff. So but it'll take a little while on those. Everything is kind of yep. slow. But yeah, good stuff. Send them Thanks, those Luca Nation. Nation. Send them happy birthday to Andrew. Talk to you
1: soon. Thank you, Cage. You're the man.
0: Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Eh, You know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And
1: uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today and we'll see you next time. Thank you.